Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my pal, Catherine O'Hara. No, I'm more of a bestie. Kind of, sort of. Right now, we're cash backing on everything we need for the holidays with Chase Freedom Unlimited. I got some ornaments and lights. Tis the season to cash back. And lots of wrapping paper. Maybe you're cash backing on a present bought for me? Uh, about that. I know. I know you're kidding. Am I? How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? This is Ed Lovers. Come on, son, the podcast overseen by Combat Jack, produced by Cam P and Krista Hayes, and yours truly, Ed Lover. About this week so far, I got a Shanquilla Robinson update, um, Kanye West, Donald Trump, uh, sports, highlights, Odell Beckham Jr., Things to talk about, so on your mind, relationships, little bit of everything. Let's kick it off. It's come on, son, the podcast. Come on, son, son, son. Welcome. Come on, son, the podcast time. My name is Zed Lover. I am your host for Come On, Son, the podcast. Well, folks, what we've all been talking about for so very long, the Shanquilla Robinson case is just picking up steam more and more and more and more. Now, if y'all don't know who Shanquilla Robinson is, she's a young lady that was 25 years old, God rest her soul, from North Carolina. And she went to Cabo with some friends and she ended up dead. And she was actually murdered. And her friends at first tried to say that she died of an alcohol overdose. But once the Mexican authorities did an autopsy, they said no. So as this case went on, video surfaced of her naked getting beat on by another young lady and a young man behind the camera talking about, Shanquella, will you at least fight back? And she's saying no. Once an autopsy was done on her, she had a fractured spine and a broken neck. Now, a lot of people said this was the result of the beating that she took at the hands of someone that was supposed to be her friend. Even her so-called best friend, who was a male, was on the trip with her. I don't know if that's the guy behind the camera, but he's the guy that was so close to her and her family that he took family trips with her. And he left her in Mexico. These are all the facts that we know. This is not speculation. This is what we know so far. So people have been calling for justice 
for Shanquella. A lot of people, celebrities, non-celebrities, regular folk like me, justice for Shanquella. Because it's a damn shame that you trust a group of people and they set you up in Mexico and then leave your body in Mexico. There is no way on God's green earth, unless my life was in imminent danger, that one of my people that I call my friend would die in Mexico and I leave their body. Even if I have to call home and get people to help me pay for my stay until that body could come home, I wouldn't leave them. That I just, not me, I just, that is me. That's the person that I am. So that was suspicious in the first place, that everybody got on a flight, left the young lady, and came home. Well, the latest and the greatest thing that I just found out, as per my wife, and I'm reading this to you, it says, San Jose del Cabo, Baja, California, sir. During the night of November 28th, Dejanay Jackson was arrested by Interpol agents after a controlled judge issued an arrest warrant against her for the crime of femicide as Shanquella Robinson. That's the young lady that was identified as beating on her in the video and when she was not fighting. Murdered on October 29th in the Cabo Villas complex in this tourist destination, Dejanay Jackson was placed in federal custody waiting for her to begin her extradition process to Mexico. Well, she will be formally accused of the femicide of the 25-year-old businesswoman. The extradition process could take between one and two weeks, and it could and results of the procedure that the Attorney General's Office of Justice will carry out, the Attorney General's Office of the Republic, and then in turn to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Mexico. So Dejanay Jackson, the young lady identified in the video, beating Shanquilla Robinson mercilessly while she did not fight back, while she was naked, while she was being videotaped by another one of her so-called friends, has been arrested and will be extradited to Mexico to face the charges of femicide. Femicide is when you totally target somebody because they're female and you kill them. That's what they're saying Dejanay Robinson did. She beat Shanquella I'm, not, I'm sorry, it's not Robinson, Dejanay Jackson. She beat Shanquilla Robinson because she was a female and she had some kind of problem with her. Now, the rumor mill, this is what they're saying on the rumor mill. I cannot say that this is actual fact. I could say that this is speculation, but there's speculation all over the place. Someone in Charlotte was killed and somehow they say Shanquilla was connected to that, and the person that got killed was supposed to be kin to Dejanay. That is not an excuse. I don't care if people are saying, well, this is what happened. No, no, that's not, a, that's not an excuse. Not at all. Y'all knew that something was going to happen in Mexico. I don't know if everyone is going to be arrested and charged, but if they're not, if they don't have a case for everyone in Mexico, boy, do y'all get off scot-free. Boy, because if this was America, all of y'all, if that young lady had died in America, the dude that was holding the video, you would have got arrested. Everybody would have been arrested in the cover-up. I don't know how y'all live with yourselves. You've all been identified. 
And I'm going to tell y'all, Dejanay is looking at 30 to 60 years. She's going to tell on every last one of you. Every last one of you deserve to be locked up. And especially the dude that was videotaping her naked getting beat up. You need to be locked up more than Dejanay. You did nothing to help that young lady. You did absolutely nothing. As a human, I'm not even going to go at you as a man, but just as a human, you should have stopped it. You shouldn't even let it go down. You videotaped it. You videotaped it. She had a broken neck and a cracked spine. She was naked. That video went viral. Her parents had to see that. Her loved ones had to see that. She's somebody's child, and you videotaped it. The Miss Dejanay, all I can do is pray for you, sweetheart. But I know when things like this happen, people say, I can't get past it until I forgive her. If that was my child, I would never, ever, ever forgive you. And if you get found guilty of the death of Shanquilla Robinson, just rot in the Mexican jail. And a Mexican jail is way worse than American jail. They're not going to extradite you back to America so you can do your time here. You're going to do the 30 years. So you just ruined your, your life, Shanquilla's family and friend's life, your parents' life. You ruined everything. I keep trying to put this into the mind of the younger generation. Don't do spur of the moment dumb shit because the way you feel now is not how you're going to feel later on in life. The angst and the anger sometimes that y'all feel at 14, 15, you're not going to feel that way at 20. You're not going to feel that way at 21. How you feel at 20? You're not going to feel that way at 30. How you feel at 30? You're not going to feel at 40. How you feel at 40 ain't going to be the way you feel at 50. And how you feel at 50 is definitely not the way you're going to feel at 60. I'm an OG. I've been around it all. I've been around it. It's not how you're going to feel. There's a lot of stuff going on out there. New York has this drill, rap, underground movement going on, and it's not just rap. There's a lot of violence associated with it. People are doing this dance called the Naughty Bop where they're bopping up and down, but making moves like they're stabbing themselves after this young kid, Naughty, got stabbed. He was 14 years old. The way I found out about it, I saw somebody say something about it on Instagram saying, how savage are y'all to be doing this dance and posting it on TikTok? It's viral. So I went to TikTok and I hashtag Naughty Bop and it's 175 million views and hashtags on this thing. About a 14-year-old kid. Y'all talking about ops and murders and shootings and and y'all carrying this stuff out? Red flags, blue flags, you're a kid. You're a kid. You're not going to feel that way. I'm telling you. And when you go to jail, you're in jail. And when you're dead, you're dead. Maybe somebody will tattoo your name to their arm. Maybe they'll put a T-shirt out. After six, seven, eight, ten years, your moms will be the only one that's remembering you. Your mom would be the only one and your brothers and sisters, if you have any, still going to your grave. 
because life goes on. You're not going to feel the same way. This naughty bop dance is just as disrespectful as smoking on Tuca was, as smoking on Vaughn was. Y'all copying what's going on in Chicago. Well, Chicago is a whole different world away from New York City. I never thought I'd see the day when we start copying in New York, and that's what we're doing right now. And it's my ops this, my ops that, ops that short for opposition. You really don't have any opposition. You are creating problems amongst yourselves that people are going to benefit from, and you're not going to be the one that benefits. The naughty bop is disgusting. The kid was 14 years old. Can he rest in peace? You're out there playing Mr. Tuffy, and you don't know anything about life yet. They're not playing with y'all. What the OGs trying to show y'all is the traps are being laid for you and you're walking right into it, but you're not hearing us and you're not listening. You think that this is something that you really feel, that you're really angry about. You want to keep burying your friends or you want to go to prison? Because that's the only two places you're going. You can't hide from it. Once you claim that, you in it for life. You can't hide from it. Look at Snoop. Claiming that Blue got Snoop a murder trial. Murder was the case that they gave him. After that murder trial, he became a totally different Snoop. He repped, but he didn't bang. Snoop ain't no gangbanger. No matter what he says. Lil Wayne ain't no gangbanger. Jim Jones ain't no gangbanger. Those are old school heads to y'all. You 14, 15, shit. Happy birthday to the game. The game just turned 43. It's almost 50. Real life. Play me a little bit of hate it or love it by the game. On the grill of my low rider, guns on both sides, right above the gold wires, I four five them. Kill a nigga on my song and really do it, that's the true meaning of a ghost rider. 10 G to take your daughter out of Air Forces. Believe you me, homie, I know all about losses. I'm from Compton, where the wrong colors be cautious. One phone call, had your body dumped in Marcy. I stay strapped like car seats. Been banging since my little nigga Rob got killed for his Barclays. That's 10 years, I told Pooh in 95. I kill you if you try me for my Air Max 95s. Told Banks when I met him, I'm a ride. And if I gotta die, I'd rather homicide. I ain't had 50 cent when my grandmama died. Now I'm going back to Cali with my Jacob on. See how time fly. Happy birthday, game. Game been around a long time. Game ain't banging. Game got kids. Wayne got kids. He ain't banging. They're not banging, y'all. Snoop got a kid probably in his 30s right now. Snoop ain't banging, man. What y'all doing is not what you're going to want to do for the rest of your life. So put a freeze on all that right now. Think about what you're doing because the moves you're making right now could dictate who you are for the rest of your life and whether or not you live. 
Never think that the people that you admire that got killed wanted to be killed. Naughty wanted to be here. So anybody that's in their school and making videos and all of this doing a Naughty Bob, just think about if Naughty was your brother or your child. He has a mother and a father. Think about if that was your little homie before you jump on Instagram doing a dance that you know nothing about. Drill rap in New York. Drill rap, cool, but the drill violence behind it, the gang banging and the claiming the sets, they ain't got nothing to do with rap music, y'all. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know who you're looking up to, who's lying to you. Too many people are getting killed. And that's why Mayor Eric Adams and grabbing OGs like Mayno and they, and they talking about it. Because they don't want to see somebody else die. And I don't want to see anybody else die. So please, give it a break, y'all. Because I'm telling you, how you feel now is not how you're going to feel later on. And speaking of feeling some pain, can we take a break for a minute? And then when we come back, we'll talk some more. And I'll tell y'all who's got to be feeling some pain right now. It's something that I just totally don't understand. It's Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son, son. Dancing crew. Trip for two. Nail the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Whether it's your kicks, your clothes, or anything else, going with the best gives you that swagger and confidence to be yourself, to be bold, and to live large. Living large is all about being authentic, cool under pressure, and prepared for whatever comes your way. You always got to be the man with a plan, and when life throws those special moments at you, you can't accept anything less than the gold standard. Magnum Large condoms help you play it cool and stay protected. Magnum, live large. Look for Magnum condoms wherever condoms are sold. What's up, y'all? Ed Lover here, and yes, I am getting ready for the holiday season already. And let me tell you something. One beverage I can truly count on when I want to bring my entire family together every year around this time is Coca-Cola. For decades, we've been honoring our household tradition of gathering in the main room, putting up the tree, the decorations. My wife and my mother-in-law are setting out the coats over ice while all my kids are falling in the front door one by one by one with grandbabies following them behind them, running towards the Coca-Cola, trying to do everything. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends, good family, delicious food, and of course, ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together. Y'all already know that. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my friend Catherine O'Hare. Tis I. And we're cash backing on our entire holiday gift list with Chase Freedom Unlimited. We are. How about cologne for Jack? You know what? That's cash backing and it's in the air. Ooh, and I love this scarf for Barbara. And I love the cash backing. Ooh, focus on the giving, Kevin. And, and one more on the list. Somebody named Ke Kev. Kevin? Yes. <laughs> How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. 
If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast. And now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Come on, son, son. It's Ed Lover, and welcome back to Come On, Son, the podcast. I want to thank everybody that advertised with us on Come On, Son, the podcast. I appreciate you. I really do. This is not an easy thing to do. It's not easy every single week to come up with stuff to talk about. It's not easy. Because sometimes I know y'all get get it before I even get to talk about it. You hear about it. But I try to bring it to you to the best of my ability and just give you my unabashed, opinionated ass and what I really feel about it. Now, I just saw, and you probably heard about this because I don't know when you're going to listen to this podcast, but by now you probably already know that the court has declared that um, Kanye West has to give Kim Kardashian I don't know if it's 220 or 200. What I read, it was $200,000 a month for their four children. That's California, right? I'm, 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 yeah, because they lived in California. Yeah, so that's California. So California really has crazy child support and alimony laws. $200,000 a month. Did they even take into consideration what she makes? $200,000 a month for four kids. Let's get a little background on me. I was married once. My sec- This is my second marriage that I'm on. My first marriage was to a young lady by the name of Kimberly Taylor. Kimberly and Taylor, Kimberly Taylor and I, we're good friends now, produced two wonderful children, Zaya Jarrett Roberts and Summer Rain Roberts. When Kim and I got divorced, the court ordered me to pay Kim $6,000 a month in child support. That's $3,000 per child. Why? Zion Summer did not require $6,000 a month. Plus, I still bought school clothes. They was on my insurance. I paid for all the extracurricular activities. $6,000 a month. Now, let me tell you what that meant to me. To me... It meant money that I was just flushing down the toilet because there was no law to say that she had to put anything to the side for the kids. There was no law to say that she had to set up a trust for the kids. She did not pay taxes on it, nor did I get a tax break from it. I couldn't claim that $6,000 a month on my taxes at all. So it was free money that you have no control over, your money that you earn, that you have no control over. Now, some might be saying, women might be saying this, well, Ed, you made that kind of money, so that's what the court deemed to be necessary to take care of your children. But it's called child support. And I wouldn't mind paying it if there was a law or a setup that says a woman has to show how she spent this money on child support and bring receipts to the court every month. 
or she has to put a certain amount away because one of the biggest arguments that we've ever had is the fact that when it got time for them to go to college, she didn't have any money. This is not just $6,000 a month for a year or two. When we divorced, Summer wasn't even two yet. So that would make Zaire, what, almost four? The whole time. And in the state of New Jersey, when they went, and if they go straight into college, you pay until they graduate from college. The whole time. Until later on, when my salary went down and I had to go into court for a reduction in child support. So she had at least, I would say, at least 15, 16 years of $6,000 a month. $5,000, $6,000 a month. For all of those years. And you didn't put nothing away for them to go to college. You had to take out loans and stuff for them to go to college. $200,000 a month for four kids. That's $5,000 per child. Kim makes a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, Kanye makes more, but to me, and I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of Kanye West at all. For, for You guys know this, if you listen. His comments, some of the things he says, the anti-black remarks, the white lives matter shirts, the anti-Semitic remarks. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of his rhetoric. I'm not a fan at all. $200,000 a month is excessive for four children when she makes money. I am not saying that Kanye should not have to pay anything for his kids. But to snatch $200,000 a month of his money that he don't get a tax break on, she's getting free money for four kids that she could take care of. This smells like a setup. Isn't this the guy that said, we want prenup, we want prenup? Yeah, something that you need to have because when she leaves you, she's going to leave with half? Yeah. You stay right, girl, and when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. That's exactly what you did to the sisters. So I don't think any sister has a problem with it. I think that we all think that you were set up, Mr. West. You fell for the Kardashian trick. See, Ray J didn't have that money that when she got tired of him after she had kids with him that she could get that kind of money out of him. She saw it. She knew it. She saw your impact. She saw where you were going, and she set you up, and you thought you had a prized possession. You thought you were a power couple like Barack and Michelle. You thought you were Jay-Z and Beyonce, who are a solid family. You thought you was Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. Solid family. That's what you thought you were. You didn't know that you were being set up for this very moment to milk you till you have nothing left. There is no reason that if a woman, a wife, or mother makes the money that Kim Kardashian makes is worth what Kim Kardashian is worth, should be getting an additional $200,000 a month in child support. That shit right there is ridiculous. And then you running around with this straight 
anti-Semite. You pop up at Donald Trump's house. You try to spin it to where you were said that you were asking Donald Trump to be your running mate. Donald Trump said you showed up at his house with three people and two of them. He know you want. I think his name is Nick Fuentes. To Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, Donald Trump, you already look fucked up. But you're consorting with this dude who's lost in the sauce, and we all know it. We're watching a train wreck right in front of our face. Right in front of our face. It's like somebody jumped off a ledge and you're watching, but you can't stop watching, but you're watching anyway. It's just... It's crazy. It's crazy. I did a Vlad interview, I think, a month ago, and it's out. If you listen to the last podcast, you got some of it, but check it out. But I see people are uh, tweeting and putting out stuff that I said about DJ Academics, about us standing on the shoulders of giants. I meant that. I don't know academics personally, so that's why I didn't say anything really harsh about the young man. But I just wanted him to remind him that we all stood on the, on the shoulders of giants to get to where we are in hip-hop, to be able to make money in hip-hop. So I don't think that any disrespect should go towards any of the pioneers in hip-hop at all. No time, no way, no place at all. Because somebody had to open the door up for Nas and Jay and Dr. Dre and every last person that has been involved in hip hop in the hip hop world for so many years that are still able to live because of hip hop, to own homes and businesses and to move into different areas, to be able to do stand up comedy, to be able to do movies and television and radio and podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, I, I want to say this real quick. A lot of you reach out to me to do your podcast, and it's greatly appreciated. And once some of these um, projects that I have underway, um, Miss Christmas, the movie, Jokes and Jams, Comedy Tour, I'll stop by and do some of the podcasts. But I can't, I can't do all the podcast. Because if I do all the podcasts, then it's not special when I do a podcast. I have my own podcast. Um, and I can't do everyone's podcast. It's like doing everyone's television show. It's like, you know, you have to protect your brand. And my brand has to be protected by me. The shield is in my hands. So I have to protect my brand. So pardon me if I don't do everyone's podcast. And please, if you see my mom somewhere, you're a friend of a friend of the family. My mom was at a Thanksgiving dinner at my cousin's house. Uh, one of my cousin's friends was there. And you're asking my mother about doing your, pro your podcast. And then my mother comes to me and asks me, can I do your podcast? Leave my mom alone. Leave my mom alone. Build, build your brand up first. Build your brand up. And it's consistency. That's what it is. But come on, man. Y'all, it's like back in the days when I used to give my mom CDs and stuff like that about, you know, 
your music and stuff. And on that note, too, if you hit me up and you ask me about your music, I'm going to tell you what I think. Don't get mad if you don't want to know the truth. Don't ask me if you don't want an answer. See, when I was coming up in the business, when I was a musician, when I was with Oasis 2, No Face, and the Function Freaks, when we cut records on, like, popular records, and we gave it to Molly, and we gave it to Red Alert, and Red Alert said, nah, ain't good enough, and the guys got mad, I said, go back to the drawing board, fellas, let's work on something else. Red Alert knows what he's talking about. He's well-respected. So if he says this is not a quality record, why are you mad at him? Oh, you don't know what he's talking about. He ain't sh- why are you asking him? You, you gave him the record. You gave him the record to get a response out of him. Everyone is not cut out to make music. They're not. They're not. Some of my friends that I were in the band with, they still play music because they were true musicians. I was not cut out to do that for the rest of my life. What I'm doing right now is what I was cut out to do. What I'm doing right now is what I'm really, 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 really excellent at. I was cut out to make people, to make sure that people are entertained. I am an entertainer. Just because you can buy a microphone and stuff don't mean that you should be podcasting. Maybe you should be producing You're flooding the podcast market for nothing. There are interesting podcasts out there, and there are podcasts that I see that are just not so so interesting. They're not intriguing whatsoever. For real. And I don't want to be disrespectful and tell you that I don't find your podcast. And you're not even letting me hear your podcast before you're asking me to be on the podcast. Like, come on, y'all. Stop. Okay, and especially with my mom. Leave my mom alone. That's all I'm going to say about that. Just just don't bother my mom. That's all. Hit me up. Let me take a listen. I'll do one or two maybe, but I'm not doing everybody's podcast. I just can't. I have to protect Come On Son, the podcast, first and foremost. Happy holidays to everybody. We're closer to Christmas than I blinked and I looked up, and Christmas is around the corner. I got the tree up in the house. We got Garland going up the stairway, staircase. We got stuff around the fireplace. We got the, 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 the uh, Christmas, you know, the little stockings set up. Christmas is here. Whether we want to accept it or not, Black Friday pass, Cyber Monday pass, Giving Tuesdays pass, we in Christmas. I'm getting ready to get the lights put on the house. I'm not doing it. I'm hiring a company to do it. A company that comes put my lights up is their lights, and when – Christmas season is over. They take the lights down. I'm already starting to talk about what I'm doing for New Year's Eve. That's how I know Christmas is definitely right around the corner. Come on, son, the podcast. I want to say rest in peace to Irene Cara. If you don't know who Irene Cara is, she won an Oscar. She's an actress. She was in Sparkle when she was like 15 years old. Um... She sang Flashdance, and she sang Fame, and she co-wrote Fame, and she won an Oscar for the theme to Fame. New York City native, incredible actress, incredible singer. If you ever heard 
theme, I Want to Live Forever. That's Irene Cara. If you ever heard the theme to Flashdance, what a feeling. That's Irene Cara. Um, rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to Hovain. Um, really good dude. Very nice. We didn't know each other very well, but we, in passing, very cordial, very respectful. Always called me OG. I always got a kick out of that. Um, rest in peace to Hovain. Tory Lanez's trial is coming up. The jury selection has begun. Um, if guilty, he's looking at 24 years, and he's still claiming his innocence. But we'll see. What do, what do, what do we think Tory Lanez is going to say? I'm guilty. But the prosecution's key witness is supposed to be one of the young ladies that was there with Megan Thee Stallion. So let's just wait before we form an opinion on whether or not Megan is telling the truth. Let's give these ladies the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that this is something that Megan would just make up and then let it go this far. You know, she would have been dropped it if it, you know, I really, really believe that if it wasn't true. Um, this whole Balenciaga thing, this BDSM children's ads. Well, Balenciaga is now, um, they're now suing the company that came up with the ad. Kim, Kim Kardashian was a big, you know, supporter of Balenciaga. Um, I don't know if this will stop black people from supporting the brand. I think black people just like support some shit they don't know nothing about anyway. And most black people, Balenciaga ain't real anyway. So they don't really give a damn for real, you know, but to brands like Balenciaga, you got to be more careful with the kind of stuff that you put out with your name on it. That is absolutely true. Um, funny that Bill Bellamy was on Drink Champs. And uh, he shared a story about Tupac on uh, wearing a vest when he showed up on the set of Who's the Man? Check this out. I want to copyright that mixtape movie. <laughs> I like that. I the like first that. person I ever hugged that had a bulletproof vest on was Tupac. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tupac. All right, cool. So we know we up in the Bronx. We filming in the Bronx. Ed Lover, Dr. Dre will tell you this. We shooting a motherfucking uh, barbershop scene. And like when we shooting a barbershop across, it's vacant. It ain't shit. It ain't over there like well, this a bomb. boogie down. This is the burnt down Bronx at the time. Stop playing. It wasn't a boogie down at this time. Okay, I remember this. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so real talk. Grand Poobah's on set. Bernie Mac, me. Out of nowhere, Tupac comes walking up. Does he have 40 Below's on? Is, is this... You are right. It's no, Tim, was you there? I'm just, I'm just trying to think of this. What in the fuck is going on, bro? I said, oh, shit. I was like, Pop, what's up? He was like, you know I got to stay on my grind. I said, yo, we doing a movie. <laughs> he didn't get shot yet, right? No, he had not no, been no, shot. Right, he had a bulletproof vest. He's the first person I ever felt. What I don't know if you ever felt when a person got a bulletproof vest on, it's a different feeling because it's like steel. But I think like, the shit with the cops had already happened at that time. Oh, okay. I think so. I think was so. it was it the Atlanta shootout? Atlanta shootout. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it might have happened. Thing you have. So, so, so when I hugged Pop, 
like this, blah, blah, blah. And I feel it. And I'm like, yo, what's that? He was like, yo, behind shit, man. You never know. And I was like, oh my God, Pac, what are you doing? He literally, he had on a, um, like, it wasn't wrong. Facts. He had on a jersey, like, but it was oversized because that's how we was wearing our clothes back in the day. Bigger. But he had the shit on, bro. I don't know if you ever, you never hugged nobody that had a bulletproof vest on? Yeah, it's funny how people remember things that you don't remember. I don't remember that from that day where maybe I wasn't around. I might have been on set. But I do remember Pac coming to the set because, like I told y'all before, Pac and myself, my man Stretch, was one of my main dudes. Stretch, that was with Pac all the time, was my guy. And because of their relationship, Pac and I had a pretty close-knit relationship i knew the guy very well very well so he did come to the who's the man set while we were shooting the movie it wasn't unnatural at that time because Pac was so new york then one thing that i want people to remember about tupac do not place too much emphasis on his time with death row he spent way more time in new york with us than he did with death row from the time Pac was bailed out of jail by Suge Knight and Death Row to the time that he died was not a full year. If you don't believe me, look it up. I'm going to say it one more time. From the time Pac got out of jail to going and making California Love with Dr. Dre to being shot in Las Vegas was not a full year. It might have seemed like it was a long time, but it wasn't a long time. He wasn't signed to death row for five, six, seven, ten years. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't. He's a very young man when he passed. So it's not unusual for Bill Bellamy to remember Pac showing up on the set of Who's the Man because Stretch had a big a bit part as an extra in Who's the Man. And we were on a set of juice with Pac, myself and Stretch. So it wasn't unusual at all for fam to pass by the set of whatever we were doing. Because he was fam. That's it, point blank, period. Pac was fam. He was. I post pictures of him with us and Peter Thomas and other people at Ty Mock and, and other cats at this How Can I Be Down that Peter Thomas from the Real Housewives of Atlanta started in Miami, and it started as my birthday party. Pac was with us. Shock was with us. Recipe Shock G. Shock and my man Shaw tighter than small Lee's. This is not the, a time where you guys are imagining. This is a different time. This is the early 90s. Nobody ran with security. Nobody had a reason to run with security. You ran with your people. You ran with your fam. You ran with the crew, the people that you embraced. Pac ran with Tretch and the Double Eye crew when he was there. And when he was in New York, he ran with the Young Guns, was stretching them, with me and everybody else. We were family. 
We used to come down to Atlanta and chill with Pac and Pac's house. The death row thing was totally different than anything else that he had ever experienced. It was different. He felt safe and secure and back to his West Coast roots, I guess, because I think I only talked to him two or three times once he got on death row. He wasn't with us in New York no more. That beef was starting and it was, I'm Switzerland, I'm neutral, because it wasn't a West or East thing. It was a bad boy death row. That's what it was. And we lost two great people behind it. And that's because of what the magazines and the newspapers and the news did. Thank God we didn't have social media. Thank God. Big was my man. Pac was my man. Stretch was my man. All three of them. All three of them. So, to hear Bill Bellamy tell that story brought back a lot of memories for me. And that was great. Because Bill definitely was a part of Who's the Man. Bernie Mac was a part of Who's the Man. Chris Cross was in Who's the Man. Chris Kelly, rest in peace. Stretch was in Who's the Man. Butchwick Bill was in Who's the Man. Ice-T was in Who's the Man. Heavy D was in Who's the Man. Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper, House of Pain, Colin Quinn, directed by Ted Demi, the same guy that did Life, Coogee Rap, Polo, all of them, all of them, and Who's the Man? My cousin Gary, rest in peace, cameo on Who's the Man? Yeah. A lot of people, Terrence Howard. Look closely. Terrence Howard was in Who's the Man? Real quick. A lot of people in that movie, man. Moni Love, Run DMC and Jam Master J, Melly Mel, Scorpio, KRS One. A lot of people. That movie, the first hip hop who done it. I don't, I have answered these questions for many years about why Who's the Man is not on streaming services, why you don't see it. I don't know. I don't know. I know many years later that there was things that were said about me and Dre being difficult that was very untrue because an unsavory person that was supposed to be in our corner tried to attach themselves to Ted Demi. But I don't know what New Line has against the movie. I don't know why it's not on the streaming platforms. I don't know why. I know you can buy the DVD online. I know you can still do that. So if you're a fan of that movie and you're a fan of 90s movies, period, and you still, even if you get a DVD player, if you got an old one, go buy one. You could convert that, you know, to a, a hard drive and you can save it on your computer. There's companies out there now that will digitize things like that. You know, that's a good idea for me. I need to have it. I don't, I don't even have it, which is crazy. I got the poster, but I need to get it digitally done, too. Matter of fact, for a long time, I've been trying to buy the rights to it. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get to do another Who Too. If anybody out there is listening that produce films, if you want to do it, holler at me. Let's let's see what we can do. Can we put our heads together 
and get this done. You know? So for everybody that's asking, big up to Bill Bellamy for even bringing it up, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate Drink Champs, too. Nori's been a dude. EFN has been a dude for a long time. Friends, um, happy for y'all's success and everything that y'all doing. I will be doing Drink Champs very soon. I promise. I will. But I've been so busy traveling as a stand-up comedian that I haven't had an opportunity to get to Miami. But I will. If you are in the Orlando area, December 2nd, which is Friday, I am doing, I'm hosting, actually, but I'll be doing some 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 material. I'm hosting Orlando versus Tampa Comedy Showcase or Showdown. Orlando versus Tampa's at the JCC Rosen Center uh, Friday, December 2nd. So I'll be in Orlando on Friday, December 2nd. Get your tickets now. All right, I got to get out of here. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week. Be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, come on, son. Handle your business because it might cost you $200,000 a month. Till the next time we ride together, slide together, laugh out loud together. My name is Ed Lover, and I appreciate each and every one of y'all. God bless each and every one of y'all. And thank y'all for tuning me in and not tuning me out. Remember, I give you the goodish and never the bullish right here on Kibbutz, son, the podcast. You can check me out every day in Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle, Las Vegas, New York City, every Saturday morning. V103 and the ATL. So make sure y'all check out the Ed Lover Experience. It's on your radio, 94.7 The Block, New York City, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 is the Ed Lover Experience. If you can't check it, um, get the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y and download that. Until next week, come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.